C3 Church Wellington AMA Ask Me Anything The series where we tackle the tough questions We ask the simple questions And we explore the questions most people may think but probably don't want to ask aloud. My name is Ray here and asking the questions and joining me is Pastor Steve Hinton. Hey Ray, evening to you, evening to the listeners. Evening or morning. Or morning, come on. Yeah, how's your train ride going? Afternoon. Traffic's, oh, traffic's terrible today, isn't it? I had traffic issues buying you a burger, but I, I weathered the storm and brought you a burger, so. It was well worth it, a good burger too. Hey, let's ask a question. Hit me. I have problems reconciling the start of the Bible, just a smidge. Uh, from from basic memory, it's black. Uh, let there be light. Uh, Lucifer falls down. Adam and Eve pop up, and then there's some some animals popping around. You <laughs> that's know, a, roughly. That's, that, that's a not a bad uh, not a bad sort of snapshot of the start. Good job. But where do the dinosaurs fit into the Bible? Where do the dinosaurs fit? All right. So this is a, I've, we've been this question's come up multiple times, uh, and so finally someone's actually thrown this question to us. Uh, for AMA so I'm glad it, it, it has and I guess the first thing I want to uh, put out there is that I am by no means an expert when it comes to the theology or the of chronology uh, of this of where things like science hits the Bible like this I know there are plenty of people out there that have formed some pretty strong beliefs around some things that definitely sounds like a rap tune you could be cracking out though the theology of chronology the theology of chronology yeah hey that's a good idea actually uh, and so I guess that's my first disclaimer is that you can you can take everything I say right now and uh, and take it with a grain of salt but I, I guess I want to say that uh, here's my uh, step into faith and belief is that everything does align and make sense even if we can't jo- connect the dots with the information that we have because I guess the thing is is that we have limited information uh, as, 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 as a race of humans basically um, what's been documented what's been passed on uh, because everything we know is our own uh, interpretations of of what we see for, through our terrible little eyes. Yeah, and, and the fact that we now have um, science to help us. So we're, we're, we're evolving as, as a species as far as um, our, uh, our knowledge base and our technology, and we're able to uh, dive into some things that we weren't able to in the past. And so that does help inform us. But no matter what we, no matter what we have, we're still going to have a limited ability to be able to, to pull a complete um, set of truths around some things. And because of that, there's still going to be a requirement of faith, no matter what you believe. So if you believe in the, in Darwin's theory of evolution, that takes faith. If you believe in the biblical narrative of creation, that takes faith. And maybe those things aren't necessarily fighting themselves as we might tend to think they are. But anyway, I digress. This isn't about evolution necessarily. It's about dinosaurs. And so uh, I've given you my disclaimer. And uh, one more disclaimer. Is, uh, one Number one, um, I'm not an expert. Number two, uh, this is a minor uh, a point. I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but it's not the main. Uh, we've got a major on the majors, and so I would say that d- definitely wrestle about how you how you um, reconcile dinosaurs with with the biblical narrative. I think that's a great wrestle, but I think the greater the greatest wrestle you can have uh, is to is to land on who is Jesus. Okay, I'm not a Christian because I can reconcile the dinosaurs with the Bible because I actually don't don't know if I have. But I'm a Christian because of a person. I'm a Christian because of a man named Jesus Christ who stepped into history and changed history. And uh, and and so I believe in, in him and I have a relationship, a personal relationship, rather than just a moral code that I that I that I walk and follow. And so uh, I just want to say for everyone listening, I think it's great to wrestle these things out. I'm not saying that we should be blindly following and not wrestling. But I think that it's important that we choose the right battles for where we're going to land. I would, it would be sad for me to know that someone walked away 
from faith because they couldn't reconcile dinosaurs, but they could reconcile Jesus Christ. So maybe this could be a minor stumbling block. Yes, it could be, and it has been. It has been. Let's see if we can offer up a potential solution to the question. Yeah, great. Let's go there. So, uh, again, this this is all theory and not, not necessarily, I mean, just things that I've come across, which I thought this could, you made my head tilt to the side and go, ah, oh, that's interesting. And so one of the theories around dinosaurs, um, because I guess here's the challenge. You've got you've got the biblical narrative of creation in a six-day, natural six-day cycle. In the beginning, God created, and there's six specific days, and he created basically everything that we know today, yeah? And then you've got uh, about 6,000 years of human history documented biblically, give or take, but 6,000 years. So you've got this on one side, and on the other side, you've got uh, carbon dating uh, things, fossils, back m- millions of years. So how do you reconcile fossils that are millions of years old with uh, a biblical narrative of a world being 6,000 years old, right? According to biblical tradition. So this is where we find the, the challenge for some people, including Charles Darwin himself. He's um, noted as, 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 as giving up or or discounting the biblical narrative because of this particular situation of dinosaurs and, and the timeframes. So here's something that I would love to throw out there as a, something to consider, and I'd love our listeners to go into their own research on this. But this is one theory that I've come across and that is this that the Bible is actually not written chronologically you mean Genesis is not necessarily first well it's 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 first in the sense that it's the first book of the Bible but um, theologians would argue that the actual start of the Bible would be uh, the scripture in John 1 uh, the very first verses in John 1 actually which says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God Uh, and this is in reference to it carries on down to John 1 verse 14 that the word was Jesus and so that's saying that the very beginning of the biblical chronological of the Bible would be John 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and was God and so they're referencing Jesus so before anything we're saying that Jesus existed with God the Father so that's the very start of the biblical narrative before anything this is also referenced in Psalm I think it's Psalm 90 Uh, there's a reference there to uh, that before the mountains were brought forth uh, or ever you had formed or even before you formed the earth and the world you were from you were going from everlasting to everlasting you are God so these verses supersede Genesis 1 which is in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth so there are scriptures that supersede Genesis 1 does that make sense yeah, so basically we're saying before anything was created, things were happening. That's right. There was there was God and there was Jesus and they existed before any creation. Uh, and then you would then you would say uh, the next verse, which would happen chronologically, would be Genesis 1, 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And so now you've got the creation of uh, the galaxies and the stars and the planets and the known universe. But this is where, um, and I believe it's Reese's chronological Bible, and so if you you know, listeners, if you want to do some further investigating, this is where it, it, it digresses a little bit, which is, is interesting. It goes from Genesis 1-1, Ray, not to Genesis 1 verse 2. Chronologically, they believe that the next, the writers believe that the next thing chronologically was the fall of Lucifer, which is uh, which is noted in Isaiah and as well in Ezekiel. And uh, we talked a little bit about this in our last episode uh, in Angels and Demons. We talked about Lucifer and his fall from from heaven and yeah so so in the beginning there was god then we've created the earth yes and the heavens and yes. the stars and then lucifer 
falls from grace. This is so. This is the what they're saying is a this, these theologians are saying is the chronological order. So the next thing is Lucifer falls, and it says that uh, it says that his fall was from heaven. Jesus himself uh, noted the fall by saying um, saying that it was like like he was cast down like lightning from heaven, and and so this 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 is a like a catastrophic moment in. The, in, in, in the creation or the creation story that God created the heavens and the earth God created everything I guess including angels because God and Jesus existed before everything else and they created so maybe angels were created at this moment and then and then Lucifer was cast down and and so this is where it's interesting then they would say that from from that moment of him being cast down the next verse would be Genesis 1 verse 2. Which starts with? Genesis 1 verse 2 says that uh, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. Now, this is interesting, because it says the earth was without form. But the New International Version of the Bible, the NIV, has a footnote for the word was, and says it's possibly, the word could possibly be translated became. So if that was the case, it would read the earth became without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep. It also must be noted that um, something must have happened or something happened to cause the earth to become as the Hebrew, the Hebrew words denote it as chaotic and in confusion. And we know that God is not the author of confusion or chaos. So it does make sense on this line of thinking that the earth became that way due to Lucifer's rebellion and the subsequent expulsion to earth. Yeah? Because if you go back to this creation story, six days God created everything. And it wasn't like the next chapter, Lucifer's there tempting Adam and Eve. He's already there. He's already there. So that's crazy, right? So, so what you're so, saying is So what you're saying is 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 there is room because we're not given a time frame for any of this pre-Lucifer falling from grace. The, it 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 could have been millions of years. Yeah. The, so in, potentially, in theory, the dinosaurs could have been there. That's right. And so this is the argument of this position. The argument of this position is this: that uh, God created the heavens and the earth, and there would have been that, that would have been the period in which we have the dinosaurs and all of that sort of stuff. And at some point, Lucifer's cast to earth, and, a, and, a, and as lightning falls from heaven, and there's a chaotic and catastrophic catastrophic event. I think evolutionists might call it the Big Bang, or there's an event which absolutely brings to an end what was. And then God goes about potentially reforming and remaking or reforming in a six-day creation or maybe even recreating. Now, this is, like I said, man, I, I would, I'm not dying on this hill. And is there is a way that this can actually explain why we have these two positions of millions of years 6,000 years. And so, because, you know, there are actually mentions of uh, dinosaur type beings um, throughout the Bible. There's talk of the Leviathan, talk of the behemoth. There's a lot of talk of dragons. Now, randomly just going on this topic, um, the first few books of the Bible, you were telling me it was it was Moses that wrote the first few books. And Moses, this is from Moses' uh, dealings. With, with God, so God's kind of telling him whether it be directly or through, I think you used the term divine intervention. Um, 
Now, God's probably not going to tell Moses what he doesn't need to know, right? Well, that's another thing, of course. You know what we have in the in what we have in in what we call the Bible, the canon of Scripture. It's not designed to be the be all and end all historical document that has everything that we ever need to know about everything. It is it is what I guess let's say what God revealed. You know, and what history revealed and what God revealed is to be noted, and that was some historical stuff passed on from generation to generation. Other stuff will be divine inspiration. God speaking directly. He had a relationship with Moses that was unlike anything else. I mean, um, God would go and meet with God, and it said that He would speak to Him face to face. And so, the first five books of the Bible were written by Moses, but chronologically, um, Job is older than uh, outside of Genesis. Job's the oldest book in the Bible, and that comes if you're reading your Bible, doesn't come till middle of the Old Testament. So. That can be quite. Um, it can throw people. Uh, it can throw the uh, the the young, the, you know, the young punters. That the Bible's not been ordered chronologically, so that can absolutely, you know, cha- make it a bit more challenging if you're trying to get a chronological order to things. Um, that's why something like this Reese's Chronological Bible uh, could be a helpful tool uh, for people to figure that out. So if we're offering this as a as a potential solution as to you know uh, reconciling time where the dinosaurs came from and everything though. What I guess what I'm saying is 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 God is not necessarily going to say, "Hey, look, Moses, there were some actually there were some dinosaurs here before you, but um, something happened, and we don't need to talk about that." He's probably not going to mention that to him because it's he doesn't need to know, you know. It's not. It's a question of relevance, I guess. Exactly, it's not relevant. And here's the cha- And here's what I would say: Let's be fair. Can we be? Can we be brutally honest, listeners? I think we can be brutally honest. I think sometimes we're looking for reasons not to believe because I think by believing that cr- by by being f- Put into a position where, oh my gosh, this could be real. God could be real. Jesus could be real. That makes that does have an impact on our lives, right? And so, if we can have a out, then we'll take it. And I think sometimes something like this dinosaur question can be just the out someone needs. And I, w- I would say that everything in God makes makes sense, even if we can't put it together. There's a scripture in Ecclesiastes says that uh, there's three things that we need to know about God. He makes everything perfect in His time or beautiful in His time. Um, that uh, He's working. Everything together, uh, you know, like a perfect tapestry, and weaving it together. Uh, and but the, but this is another truth about God that He is infinite and He's mysterious, and you're never going to be able to figure Him out. Not not now, human, you know, God created brains, you know, and so there are some pl- there is always going to be the requirement, the necessity of faith. And so you know, look, we're in 2018. Uh, there is a lot of science and technology around a lot of things, yet. Yet there has still been no way of completely disproving or disproving God's word, and so I find that really intriguing. Uh, and look, I think you'd be foolish to say that dinosaurs didn't exist. I mean, there's a lot of bones out there and things to <laughs> kind of prove otherwise. And I think that you'd be—I uh, think it's foolish as well to kind of ch- go after carbon dating and pull that to pieces. Although I imagine some people have, and a lot smarter than I am, but. Um, I think there's. I think the easy answer is there's probably a way which it just all fits together. Um, but I, again, you know, I still feel like Ray that we are probably trying to connect some dots that you know are quite far apart, and we just maybe we're just wanting to connect them for connecting them's sake. Uh, my question is, do we need to connect them? I guess that's where I'm going. I think the most biggest dot on the board is the one that says Jesus Christ on it, and. I think that's the first one and the most important one we need to connect. I think you're probably right there, but you've definitely given me something to think about, and I quite like that theory, so I'm going to stick to that one for now. This is C3 Church Wellington AMA. Ask me anything, the series where you ask the questions, we put them to Pastor Steve, or if there is somebody better to put them to, we will do that. Um, still looking forward to our, uh, our guest stars. We'll, we'll bring them along when they when they need to be brought along. 
Uh, so yeah, you pop your questions through to us whether you want to get through, get them through to us on uh, social media, facebook.com forward slash, C, forward slash C3 Church Wellington, or uh, any other way you want to get them through to us and we will uh, we will endeavour to answer them. That pretty much wraps us up, so we'll catch you next week. Awesome. Thanks, Ray.